now, it's time for... No, I don't live in my parents' basement. A show that covers comics, movies, music, pop culture, and everything in between. Here's your host, B.J. Kennard. Yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is B.J. Kennard. Typically, Adam Dellinger is here, but uh, he has other things to do. And I'm excited because I get to have somebody else in here for the first time ever. And it happens to be my other partner uh, from my TV uh, news job that I do, which is Laura Pence. Welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I feel like I get to have my work wife in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> which is good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this I am is... honored to be here to talk about what we are talking about. Yeah, because we, we literally do this every Monday. Mm-hmm. As soon as we go into work, it's it's usually hey, and then it's we just jump right into what happened on the show. Yeah. Yeah. We also have a, a partner in crime at the at the TV station to April. Mm-hmm. So like the three of us are throwing stuff out. Heck, uh, our boss there, Alan, who's British, so I feel like he's a little bit closer to that show than others. <laughs> also has his theories. Yeah. So we all yeah get together on Mondays and spend quite a bit of time chatting about the show. More than we should. I know. Yeah. Sometimes I have to leave early because I'm like I have I have work to do. Yeah. I I can't keep talking. So my real wife loves the show so much too that at work. They were kind of social circling it, you know, like just doing the social circle so Mm -hmm. much that what they decided to do was instead of doing that every Monday after the show, they would all just go to lunch. Yeah. And so that sounds like an awesome idea because you're getting food. We didn't get food when we were talking about it. No, even though our HR person, Linda, always has candy in her office. Uh, That's the extent of it. But they would always just go have lunch. Mm -hmm. And then as they sit around, they get to eat and they get to talk about that. Yeah. And that's a good way to go to lunch and not talk about work. Because yeah. a lot of people do that. Because that's like, any time that we go to lunch, that's all we're doing. I know. Is just complaining about work or whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be. <laughs> no, uh, we're not complaining. We're explaining. Yes, that is, that's true. Though it's, it is a lot of complaining. Uh, now, I don't think we're going to have anything that's out there right now that we get to do this with anymore. Um, There's no show like that right now. Yeah, I know. There's nothing that big. Because you love things that have dragons. I do. And, there's- and dragons. I know, I said that weird. Draggings. Draggings. <laughs> I think that's what they call a singular dragon. A um, dragging, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have to find a new show to talk about, or we're going to have nothing to talk about on Monday. That's true, because uh, I know like there's Ozarks, and I haven't... Ozark! No uh, S on there's that. There's no, no S? No Guys, S. I haven't seen it. But that show is good. And I, I'm not allowed to watch it without my wife. Well, you better get on your wife and tell her to sit down and watch it. I do. Uh, <laughs> But here's a problem I've got, too. This weekend, I have nothing to do for two days, which okay. doesn't seem like a problem. I have to take my daughter uh, to the, the west of the state, mm-hmm. and she's going to be there for a conference for, like, a school thing. We're going to get there Thursday night. I drop her off Friday morning. It's out of college. She stays there all day Friday, all day Saturday. I pick her up Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm not driving all the way back, so I'm just sitting there. I've I got a hotel, and I have nothing to do. You need to take one of those fire stick things with you and plug it into the TV and watch Netflix. Well, I can watch Netflix anyway because I can just take my laptop. Yeah, but don't you want to watch it on a TV screen? Man, I'd watch it on my phone. I don't care. I'm uh, a dude. I'm that type of person too. Well, I feel like dudes always need like the biggest TV they can get. Yeah, if it's comfortable, but like if it's just convenient, I can just watch it on my phone. I'm just going to okay. watch it on my phone. The I'll pro- watch it on my laptop, not my phone, though. That's uh, just too annoying. My problem is I don't know what to watch that I can't watch without my wife. 
Um, what about, um, have you seen Barry on HBO? Haven't seen that, but I feel like she would probably like that. That's yeah. the caveat. Okay, here. so it's got to be something she won't like. Yes, then I'm free to watch it. Well, I'm not going to tell you to watch a terrible show, so one, I can't. I need to, but I need one, you th- like it, maybe you've seen something that you don't think she would like. But I've got to binge something. Big Little Lies is good. Oh, there's, I'm not watching that. What? See, that's no, something that see, she, she that binge- is, lots of guys say that. and yeah, for good reason. It's like a crime series. Uh, it has all these big actresses in yeah, it. Yeah, but I feel like it's a Alexander drama. Alexander Skarsgård. Drama fast, right? Oh, man. Isn't it a drama fast? It's more of like, I want to figure out this crime. Do we know who did it? Because I know the In dude. the beginning? No. Do you find out at the end of the first season. Okay. Now a new season's about to start in June, and yeah. it has Meryl Streep. Yeah, and she plays the dead guy's mom. Yes. Spoiler. Well, no, like everyone knows. That's yeah, the problem. I, forget. I know like I know the guy who's <laughs> going to die already before I watch. And mm-hmm. there's no way I would watch that. Okay, fine. I'm thinking about watching Krypton, which I know you've never seen. Never it heard would, of in my life. Do you know what Krypton is? Never. So Krypton is the home planet of you lost Superman. Me. <laughs> home planet of Superman. Okay. And, and so there's a TV show that Sci-Fi did. Mm-hmm. And season two is about to start up here. And it takes place and it shows Superman's grandfather on Krypton and the stuff that just happened there. Okay. And it's supposed to be pretty good. I saw like two episodes and we just kind of fell off the rails, like my wife and I did watching it. And so I think that's a safe one for me. Okay. But while I'm gone, she'll watch Game of Thrones like 18 times. Yeah, you could do that. You could rewatch it. Yeah, I, but I feel like I need to uh, take advantage of my time. Okay. Uh, what did you think overall of the last episode? Were you disappointed or were you okay? I was okay. I was at a point to where I was like, let me just see what happens. I'm not mad about it. I'm not happy about it. Mm -hmm. But um, I liked the way that it ended. I just wish that it wasn't so rushed. It did feel that way. Mm -hmm. And so how do you think the season as a whole stacked up against the previous seasons? Oh, I think this was the worst season that they've had. But is it the smartest kid in the dumb class? Yes. To where, like, it was still good. Yeah. I would, yeah. You take the Pepsi Challenge because there's any some other shows. shows where maybe it ends on a terrible season, and I'm like, I'm gonna rewatch that show, but I'm never gonna watch that season again. Right. But this one, I would with Game of Thrones, I would watch it again. Yeah, I've never seen my wife watch more repeats of a season in my life. Yeah. Like, I swear, the Battle of Winterfell. I think she's seen it five or six times. Mm-hmm. And then the Bells episode, I know she's seen it at least three times. Yeah. And that's over the course of one week. Well, there's so much you miss in there, little things. If you look water away, bottles. look at your phone, anything like that. Yeah, water bottles. And I, I could give two craps that there's Yeah, a I don't care about bottle. that. Because you that. could barely see it. Now you've got people who are hunting it down. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering, and I haven't seen this or not, if anyone's going back through seasons one and two and three and four and five and six and seven, yeah. looking for that stuff. You know what? You've got a lot of time on your hands if you're looking for that and finding it. Yeah, but that's what people are doing. Now, I will tell you, two episodes ago, or the, no, the Bells episode, I was looking for something, but more mm-hmm. so someone, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I knew it. Yeah, I knew he was going to be in there beforehand, too. Yeah, so. And so so then I'm actually looking for A.A. Ron, mm-hmm. and I didn't see him. But some, uh, my wife might have even mentioned he might have been three different characters in it, mm-hmm. like an archer in one part and maybe a dead person in another. I would love to do that. Yeah, that would be awesome. And they've had some good cameos. Yeah. But not a lot of predominant ones, at least not that we found out about. Like, it's been you know, Chris Stapleton, the dude from Coldplay, some like uh, The guy always from Sunny. It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Uh, but and, they're always in there for like less than five seconds. If. Y- and, yeah, and if that. Get, and usually they get killed, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I know there are big name actors and such. I know uh, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. 
huge Game of Thrones fans. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure if they said, hey, we want to go do this, I feel like the producers would let that happen. I don't feel like they tell anybody. Yeah, no, I don't think... Normally they weren't telling anybody, it seemed like, until right after when people noticed, like those eagle eye people. But then somehow it leaked that Aaron Rodgers was. I don't know if there was anyone else in the other... The last episodes, though. I don't know. But, you know, the biggest one, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. But he had a speaking one, though, so... He did, and he caught the most flack out of all of it. He almost ruined it for everyone else, but... Big well, fan. it's just such a great show, and I think a lot of those actors and actresses, they aren't, like, huge in the U.S. They weren't until They're this. They're not even big overseas. Yeah, really. so it was weird to see someone that we know well on that. It was just, like, out of place almost. Yeah, because then, then, then it stopped seeming like a documentary, mm-hmm. which is the way it <laughs> felt to me. I just assumed all this really took place <laughs> back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I thought, like, you not... Not the best season, but there were really good moments and really good episodes in the season mm-hmm. that are still better than anyone anything anyone else is doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I just think, like you said, rushed. Very rushed. Here's how I would have liked for it to have gone down. With the Bells episode, where we've got what feels like 25 minutes of Arya running through the city and, mm-hmm. and being blown all around with fire and whatever, cut that down to like a minute. Yeah. It shows some of the fact that she's got some struggles. Then you take the first part of this episode we just had, and then you air that in that episode. Mm-hmm. And so that episode shows her burning the city, shows her doing the giant speech, Cersei, mm-hmm. not Cersei, uh, Danny doing the big speech, arresting uh, yeah. Tyrion or, mm-hmm. or you know jailing him. And then you have Jon Snow work his way up to her. You'll always be my queen. <laughs> And then nice reenactment. Thank you. And then stab black. That would have been a good ending to that episode. That would have been amazing. For sure. Because nothing major happened at the end of that. It was just Arya riding off on that white horse. And then everyone's speculating is it, you know, death and that ended up being a no. Mm-hmm. That so now really that horse meant nothing. Because going after seeing you all the hypothesis has started. Yeah. You know, is is it the pale rider? Is she going to be death? Is she going to be the one that kills Danny? She killed the Night King. Is this her? This is her role as death on the show. Mm-hmm. And then no, she didn't kill another person. Yeah. In the whole uh, in the whole episode we just had. I yeah. I think ending on that episode, the second to last, with him, Jon Snow killing Danny, would have been awesome because in the final episode when it happened, I was. I knew she was going to die, mm-hmm. but... She had to. Yeah, but I, I didn't know exactly how or when, and then it was it just seemed less shocking when it happened. It was kind of like, oh, that that's happened, I guess. I kind of liked that it happened and when it happened, just mm-hmm. you know, in that episode, because he could have waited. He all, They also baited you by him saying, I'll always love you, whatever, you'll be my, always be my queen, mm-hmm. and you always think that he's he's acquiescing at this point. Yeah. When really, he's taking his dagger out, and he's about to fillet her. Mm-hmm. And so you don't see that coming. <laughs> that's a little extreme. Uh, that's, that's the way I saw it. It's Game of Thrones. That's what oh happens. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so if you would have ended on that note in, the, in episode seven, or mm-hmm. five, we only got six episodes, right? Yeah, six. So then this one opens with her being dead on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you get the dragon scene, if that's what you want. You could even start with him even saying that again, stabbing her dragon. Then we have the whole rest of the episode to deal with it. Mm-hmm. 
Instead, we got like 30 minutes yeah. of kind of dealing with a lot of stuff. And then it was like, okay, let's wrap this up real quick after she's yeah. dead. Yeah. And why did Jon Snow stay around? Well, that doesn't where, make any what sense. What was he supposed to do, though? He just leaves. So, yeah, but Jon Snow is an honorable dude. We know that. So he's but gonna... But you're not gonna kill somebody and go, you know what I'm gonna do? I could literally walk out of here right now and no one's ever going to know that it was me right now. Or I could just sit here, wait for someone to notice that Danny hasn't come out of the room in a while. Maybe they think we're knocking boots. It is my aunt. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then send somebody up. He just camped out or whatever. Well, you're bringing common sense into this. Right. Common but John Snow's a common sense kind of guy, though. But he's also very honorable. Yeah. And I think he was willing to own up to that. But he could, but he could have just left. Yeah. But he didn't. So we he don't get didn't. to see, we don't get to see any of that. Also, we don't get to see a good explanation of why Grey Worm doesn't kill him in the process. Because mm-hmm. we we saw the the hate that Grey Worm had in general, and the and just the rage because uh, his lady was beheaded. Yeah, but you brought up a good point. It was maybe because Grey Worm and the Unsullied in general need a leader, mm-hmm. and now their leader is dead. Yeah. So. They don't know what to do about it. Yeah, when we talked on Monday, I'd mentioned that because they're raised and bred and and just brainwashed into following orders, mm-hmm. essentially. And then Danny freed them. That's the person. So maybe. And then Grey Worm should have taken you know taken over that mantle and led his unsullied, which he eventually did. Yeah. And here's another part that was just kind of confusing. John's. You know, they d- we'll get to the little council of people here in a second, but John can't be killed because the 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 seven kingdoms won't allow it Mm -hmm. but then he can't be let go because the unsullied won't allow it so there has to be some sort of middle ground here because otherwise a war is going to happen unsullied will definitely lose because it's everyone versus the 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 thousand unsullied that are left whatever so if Jon snow can't be let go and can't be killed they decide to send him up north right Mm -hmm. to the wall well then the unsullied decide to pack it up and they're, they're going to get some land. They're going to go somewhere. Grey Worm, all the Unsullied are literally on a boat about to sail on out. Mm-hmm. The same time John is going to get on his boat and go up to the north. Why not just let the Unsullied go? And then as soon as they're out of sight, go, Psst, all right, John, they're gone. Ghost is clear, John. You can come on back now. Like, why, did you, why do you have to go? Once they're gone, yeah. why does it matter at that point? I don't know, but I I don't know why that matters. I like the way that it ended with him going out there, though. I'm totally okay. He should have ended up in the North. I'm not saying he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But just from a plot hole kind of thing, it's like you didn't you didn't have to go do that. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's not like you can ever not return from... Instead of him just being a free man, yeah, which he easily could have been... The people who hate me are gone. Oh, and they're never coming back. Oh, okay, cool. He's a queen slayer now. He is. But those people in that city would love him for that. Yeah, they would. Everyone in there would love it because half of the army was the um, the the, dra- the drago or uh, oh. what are they? Oh man, I know what you're talking about called called Drogo's uh, yeah. family. Yeah, almost called them the, the Thanagarians. Dang, that, man, that's a that's, uh, me nuts. that's a Justice League thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so you've got those guys. I can't believe I can't, and where I'm going to get skewered for not knowing it. Uh, you've got those guys, wherever they're going to end up. Mm-hmm. You've got the Unsullied. Everyone else just got brutally murdered. Whoever's left, your family, your friends, 
someone you know got murdered by the person that you just killed. So you're a savior to all of them. And then the ones that hate you, they just left. So why would you not want to stay there? And I know you want to go north. That fits into the story. But Mm -hmm. you're kind of a hero to those people then. Yeah, he is a hero to those people. The Dothraki. The Dothraki. Boom. Didn't even have to Google it. I was about to Google it. I don't know. You're bringing reason into this again. I know. And I know that they want to propel the story. Mm -hmm. And I get that. But I would have loved to have seen the scene that they did not film that kind of talks about that, that yeah. has that conversation about of him. Of why they chose to take it that way. Yeah, of yeah. him going north and even them and, and them bringing logic into it, too, of them even having that conversation of even Samwell going to John and going, John, you know, they're going to be leaving, so mm-hmm. you can stay here if you want to. And then have him be honorable going, you know, I did this. I got to, you know, I got to own up to it. I'm going to go to the north. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Instead, that would have been more characteristic of him. Yeah, it really would. Well, maybe they'll bring it up in that new documentary that's coming out. I doubt it. I don't know. I, I mean, I know because they're going to be, they're going to, the, the new documentary, if you haven't heard, they're going to be uh, showing us the making of season number mm-hmm. eight, seven, six, eight. eight. I get confused <laughs> between how many episodes there are in this season and what season number that six we are on. Episodes, six episodes. Season eight. Season eight. So that's going to happen. Maybe they will. So let's, we kind of glossed over the council for a second. Mm hmm. One, another reason why we should have had more time. Because all of a sudden, weeks have gone by. Yeah. They've not killed John. Mm-hmm. Tyrion hasn't been put to death either. That should have been a quick one. Because that's something that they knew Danny would have wanted. You defied me. Death. Mm-hmm. The end. So why they let Tyrion stay alive, I don't know. I don't know either. Because that was something that would have come down before she was dead. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she didn't officially say it. So maybe that's why they didn't do it. Again, going back to maybe they have to have somebody tell them what to do. Yeah. And they can't make those decisions on their own. That's true. So we missed this kind of these several, several weeks, long enough for beards to grow and hair to grow. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. I mean, we're, it could have been a month, two months. Who knows? Now the the, the, the heads of these regions have shown up. Mm-hmm. And some of them, we don't even know who they are. Yeah. And some of them, we know who they are, but we just haven't even seen them, And which also irritated me because they're big i mean they're not big characters but they're medium-sized characters in the show and we don't even know what they've been doing this whole time and Mm -hmm. now they're just all of a sudden here yeah Uh, so if you're looking at the way the council or i'm just calling them the council Mm -hmm. uh, when they showed up the person on the far right with the beard next to the prince of dorne even now i haven't even bothered to google to see who he was i have no idea who he was Mm -hmm. he looks like he's out of a uh, sinbad movie yeah so don't know who that is we assumed that that was the Prince of Dorne. Pretty obvious. Yeah, based on his looks. It, wow, stereotype. Well, I'm just saying, Goodness. they all look like that. Yes, I know. <laughs> they? Wow. The people that live in Dorne, I'm come on. <laughs> all right, so then next to him is a guy I thought was kind of overseeing the veil this entire time that's been sort of Sansa's uh, sort of counsel a little bit for that stuff. And apparently he's important more so because then... The, the dead lady's son, who's now all grown up, is sitting next to him. Yes, we haven't even seen him since maybe season 
three? Three? Somewhere in there? Yeah. I think we caught him maybe in season five when he was like a teenager for a one episode. And like barely a teenager, yeah. not even learning how to shave yet. Mm-hmm. And then now he looks almost like a grown man. Which I need to actually Google that because you pointed him out to me. I didn't even notice him. Yeah. And I want to see what he looks like now. Yeah. And because same thing, if when they, when they were doing flashbacks at the beginning of these episodes, I noticed it more so than I feel like previous seasons, when it showed uh, Bran being pushed out of that window by Jamie, mm-hmm. how young Jamie looks and how young Bran looks, yeah, astonishing because of it how is. long this has taken for all this to happen. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that that kid would grow up. And then you move into. Uh, Brienne of Tarth, mm-hmm. and I guess she's in there just like Davos because they're just important to people who should be there. Yeah, Davos so Brienne is basically, I guess she's kind of like a bodyguard to Sansa. A she little is. Bit. Yeah, that, that's of any of the Stark daughters. Mm-hmm. That's their job is to protect them. Yeah. Uh, so you have them, and then when the uncle stood up, mm-hmm. I'm like, he looks familiar. I knew he was related to the Stark somehow, but I yeah. didn't. No, I didn't was for until, a until she said, Uncle, sit down. Mm-hmm. And then that I thought was leading us up to her about to nominate herself. Me too. Because I, I said on the podcast last week that I thought Sansa was going to end up in the throne. Mm-hmm. Like I thought she was going to sit on, on, the, on the Iron Throne and that would be it. And that Tyrion would probably end up being her hand. Yeah. Though I wanted Tyrion to sit on the throne. Mm-hmm. She did get a throne and she made it for herself. Yeah. Okay, so back to before this episode. I thought Gendry might end up on the throne. I uh, so I never thought well, it. Well, okay, so I wasn't like 100% about it, but yeah. I was thinking, why did they bring him back after all that time? And not use him? Yeah, not use him for something bigger than what happened. It's Well, because really, all he brought to the table was his ability to be a blacksmith. But he was a Bar- Baratheon son. He was, but I was like, for what they actually used him for was his blacksmithing mm-hmm. to be able to, to do the dragon glass, a partial love interest for Arya. Mm-hmm. Then I think the allure of what a Baratheon son brought to the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this going to be somebody that, that can challenge the throne? Yeah. Not really. Cause he but we're going to make you think that a little bit. A little bit. It worked. Yeah, and then is it going to be an ally because Danny gives him the official title mm-hmm. of Baratheon and now he's got lands that he gets to oversee? Mm-hmm. And then that was the end of it. That's all yeah. he got. And then you see him sit in the chair. Yeah. Well, I was hoping that that might happen it, just because I said that. Yeah, it would have been cool. I wanted him and Arya to end up together. Me too, I know. And that then end up sad. in River Run or whatever the place where uh, where Caitlin or Catelyn Stark mm-hmm. grew up. Yeah. And where she got to kill all the Freys. Like, that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. But they ended up not doing that. I feel like they could have, uh, everyone can say it. Something different could have been done, mm-hmm. no matter what you're watching. Big fan of Dallas back in the 80s, things could have been different. No mm-hmm. matter how you want to strike it, do that for Seinfeld, all of these shows. But in this case, they did have a lot of different avenues they could have gone down. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen more of the the little nods and the little little breadcrumbs that they left us throughout the season actually do something and be something. Yeah. But here we came to the last episode. None of it ended up being anything. Mm-hmm. None. From even, we'll go back one episode, the prophecy that Cersei was going to be killed by essentially her uh, a sibling of some sort. Yeah. It uh, wasn't the case. 
And just the rubble. fact that she wasn't killed in a more violent way was disappointing. Yeah. And even uh, she spoke out, the actress that plays her, uh, Lena uh, Headley, Headley yeah. uh, had mentioned that when she had seen it initially in the script, she was taken back a little bit by it. Mm-hmm. And then as she talked to the producers and the writers, because they, uh, DB and, and uh, the other dude uh, ended up writing this episode, as she got to talk to them about it, saw it was more of a fitting end mm-hmm. because she had she knew she was defeated. She had lost everything in her life. So that's the worst possible thing for her. Mm-hmm. A crazy, tragic death at that point is kind of moot for a character like that. Yeah. The realization to her character that I have nothing. I don't have Jamie. I don't have any kids. I've lost my kingdom. I Everything is gone. That's the worst thing that could have ha- happened to her. Mm-hmm. But if you have to like read an article to realize that after the fact, it takes away from the actual moment. Then when you go see it again, you're like going, oh, you can kind of see it on her face when that realization happens. Yeah. But I want it in the moment. Mm-hmm. I would have loved for Danny to come on that dragon and just sprayed fire in that room yeah, and straight here. torched her. Mm-hmm. Or even have uh, the mountain jump in front of her, take the brunt of that flame. She gets to escape. But at least we get the moment. He's still not dead. He gets to go battle uh, the, hound. the hound. See, yeah. they need me to write this stuff. Oh, my gosh. And that would have been amazing. Do a rewrite. Uh, Make all the fans happy. This is one where I feel like you kind of could if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to not even Yeah, read. because there are so many different avenues that could have went. All of it. The, mm-hmm. the prince that was promised. And some people are saying that... John killing Danny fulfills the prophecy of the prince that was promised of Azor, whatever the guy's uh, Asai or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, by by him being able to kill her, kind of fulfills that prophecy. But not when it comes into like the sword Lightbringer and all these various things, because Lightbringer was used initially, broken up into several pieces. Jamie has a piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arya should have had one of the pieces, and then the two other swords. John's got one, and and then one other one. They're all in Winterfell at the same time. No one cared about that. Yeah. The, the writers didn't do anything with that, but they gave us that little nugget and then didn't do anything. That's some of my disappointment as the season is over, the show is over. Mm-hmm. Some of these things along the way, they just didn't, they didn't give us anything. Yeah. They teased. It's like, it's like if Gal Gadot came to me, who's Wonder Woman, <laughs> and said, I'm considering dating you. Oh, sweet. I'll let you know a little bit later on. Okay. And then <laughs> never readdresses that with me. I'm oh waiting. My gosh. Nice comparison. You know why? Because that that's got a nice potential ending there. Mm-hmm. That's not something I expected. Well, I, I like was, where it's going. I think it was because it was so rushed. They couldn't even get any of that stuff in there. Well, they're all, trying to deal with the bigger things. And they didn't write the original stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin did. So somewhere in there, well, of course, yeah. the books stopped and then they picked it up. Mm-hmm. But you still have the source material. You can just, and even, you know, they did talk with him a lot, but just, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. Where, like, what, what can we do more of this? Or, way? we already made you wait so long. Let's just wait a little bit longer and actually follow it and make it good. Yeah, because you know what else didn't uh, show anything? The symbol. Remember the swirly symbol oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know what that was. And it's nothing, apparently. Yeah. It's just eye candy for mm-hmm. us to speculate on and for them to never do anything with. And it, which is fine, mm-hmm. but like... Give us a 10-episode season. Explain some of these things. Take mm-hmm. some of the time. Because they did blitz through the end of that. I was fine with Sansa becoming Queen of the North. Yeah. But why did the other people not go, oh, um, what about, so she gets a kingdom? Yeah. Well, yeah. we, Dorn, Dorn's always been unconquerable. Like, we, can yeah. we not be a kingdom of we our own, too? We hardly have anything to do with y'all anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. So how come none of those jokers said anything? 
And I get the kid from the Vale's not going to say anything because he's, you know, 18 years old, however yeah. old he is, and some of that. But it just seemed weird that no one else was like, oh, well, I can do that too? Oh, I'll, I'll take that, please. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. Probably because they didn't have enough time, and in their story, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And they just wanted to, I mean, they're catering to the Stark family because that's who everyone loves. And if any more jump in and say, can I have a kingdom too, then you don't need a the, brand. Yeah, you don't need a brand, which we don't need a brand anyways. You, because you're a brand hater. You don't <laughs> like brand. I don't really brand. like brand. This whole season, honestly, ever since he started being... The three-eyed raven. Quote, <laughs> philosophy. Like, just I'm philosophical. Is mm-hmm. that the word? Saying it right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he just started to get on my nerves. Because and... he also didn't move much. That's the problem I had with him. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned last week on the podcast, he did something he had He would done, always like... just be somewhere else, and we're like, how did he get there? Um, he would wheel his ass over there. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. This whole past season, I couldn't stand anytime I saw him, anytime he said anything. It just honestly became like a joke to me. Yeah. And then when, they, when he doesn't want the kingdom, that's the phone, uh, when he doesn't want the kingdom, and then... When Tyrion says something about it, he goes, why do, you, why do you think I came all this way? Well, did you know this was going to happen? First of all, also, why is no one ever questioning the things he says? Because because he's a thread raven. Yeah, but he's always who right. even knows what... Does everyone there know what that means? I'm assuming, yes. Well, if it not, seems he's explaining weird. it. Well, he was able to say things and do things that people knew that he was telling the truth. Like How he, did they know it was the truth? Because it was things that happened to them. That no one else knew. That no one else knew because no one else was there. But he okay. knows word for word what you said, what your father said to you, what this happened in this scene and that, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. I'm not going to lie. I wish the White Walkers would have got to him. They almost did. They did almost. But then you wouldn't have a king. We could have had someone else. Who did you want to sit on the throne? Jon Snow. Did you? Yeah. I wanted Tyrion. Okay. I thought it was going to be Sansa, but I really wanted Tyrion to do it. And even for a moment, when somebody brought it up about him doing it, it was like, oh, an imp. You know, but I thought that would be the perfect choice for it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he gets to be the hand is fine. Even after all this happened, and, and just kind of circling back around to not having enough time to explain the story, Tyrion goes and sits in the hand's chair, you know, adjusts the seats. Here comes the four people that are coming in. That scene happens in two minutes, and it's over. Bran's like, maybe I can find the dragon. And then he wheels out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, so what's going on for the rest of this? Yeah, they have to find a few more people to fill some roles or whatever, but Mm -hmm. we could have seen more there. Yeah, I agree with that for we, sure. We got John going to the north. Mm-hmm. We know he's not going to be sitting at Castle Black. He's going to be in with the I wildlings. I was glad that he was going to be with the wildlings and he was back with Tommond and mm-hmm. and Ghost, of course, uh, which I feel like is actually a great place for him. Yeah, so. that's where he wants to be. And, yeah. that, and I'm totally fine. Mm-hmm. And again, circling back to the you know Grey Worm and the Unsullied leaving, having him going, you can stay. And then hearing John say, you know what? I appreciate that, but I think my place is going to be in the north. Mm-hmm. Making that decision. Instead, he's all pensive looking the whole time. He gets up there. We get a quasi smirk out of him mm-hmm. once he goes beyond the wall. Yeah. And gets that. It's, and it's barely it. On a scale of smirks, one being not a smirk, ten being a straight up <laughs> smirk, he gives us a one and a half. Yeah. Like you just have to be watching like micro expressions. Mm-hmm. I did hear someone mention that. 
they're talking about he might become the king beyond the wall. Mm -hmm. So he will lead the wildlings and that group, all men beyond the wall, because now the wall is kind of non-existent at this point. Yeah, you don't really need it anymore. Literally, it's there. They're not going to tear it down, Mm -hmm. but there's a whole bunch of life there. And the wall is still used as a punishment, though. So there's that, I guess, is why you would keep it. Yeah, but what are those guys doing? Nothing. That's their punishment. They have to stay there. Yeah, but they were there to make sure that, you know, White Walkers... Well, maybe it's now just live there with nothing. And it might be. But did you notice there's some grass growing beyond the wall? I did not notice that. You didn't see Man, it? Man, you've got the micro eyes just like everyone else. No, they... So, they. I mean, this... They showed a little sprout of green growing in the north. Okay. So, I, I don't know if that means that because the Night King is dead, mm-hmm. that winter is officially over... Not mm-hmm. that the season's never going to come again, but maybe not the way it was. Maybe the White Walkers and the Night King made that area so frigid and, and so relentless so that, that many people couldn't live there. Mm-hmm. So maybe it will be a little bit cooler up there. You could have a little bit of a better life. Yeah. And then that's where John will be. Yeah. So that I heard, you know, John, King, of, King Beyond the Wall, mm-hmm. go south of the wall. Now you've got the Queen of the North, which is Sansa, mm-hmm. to Starkish. She's a Stark. And he's raised by the Starks. Yeah. And then you go south of her for all the rest of the land. Mm-hmm. You've got Bran, Bran Stark, your favorite. <laughs> then west of there. It's going to be Arya. What's west of Westeros? We don't know. Well, we're about to that's where the know stop. that Arya is going to be the... She could be the Queen of the West. Yeah. I think that's what is... You're supposed to think anyways. I hope so. And then I don't know. Did you see the story of Sophie Turner's tattoo? No. So on, on James Corden... She revealed a tattoo that was the Stark logo mm-hmm. of the direwolf. And below it, it has the pack always survives, or the pack survives. Okay. That's what it is. The pack survives. Mm-hmm. And that's what's on the back of her arm. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, you know, it's just some little saying or whatever. So some people are wondering if she knew the result of Game of Thrones then. When she got it? When she had it. Well, when did she get it? It's been a couple of months ago. Uh, She probably knew then. Yeah, she referenced it. I'm trying to see when she was on that show, but it was on James uh, James Corden, and it is. It's the pack. Oh, the pack survived is is what it is. I'm sure she knew then. Yeah, but then do you put that on a tattoo and then show that to the world? Well, no, she shouldn't have done that. And That's like they, kinda weird. they straight up did it, and then they, then she just kind of wrote it off as like I mentioned, like oh, it's just a saying from the thing, and it's just a little thing that we do on set or whatever. It yeah, happens to I'm be. surprised. Honestly, there wasn't some sort of clause about that. Or, or at the time, maybe she didn't quite know. Yeah, Heck, they might not have even written it, knowing the way this season mm-hmm. kind of panned out. Uh, how much money do you think those dudes made? Uh, oh man, like uh, who? So Give the, me one, like so Jon Snow. Yeah, so so I will tell Harrington? you that uh, Kit. And Peter Dinklage, Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark, uh, Nicholas, uh, and then uh, Kojivico. I can never say his wait, name. Wait, who's he playing? He is Jamie Lannister. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Nicol- Nicolage- yeah, I don't I gotcha. know how to say his name. And then also Cersei. That's I like your calling him Nicolage. Yeah, that's your main five. Okay. They all made the same amount of money per they episode. They all made the same. Yeah. Okay. What do you think that was per huh. episode? This is according to uh, by the numbers. A Hollywood Reporter and some other stuff. This is a wild guess. I have no idea. I'm going to say $1.2 million. Did you see this story? No, is that right? It's literally 
$1.2 million. I seriously had, I had no clue. I thought that Good was maybe you. too high because that's insane. I thought you were about to pull a, I don't know, I'm going to pull this number out of my Was ass. that just from this season? Yeah, just this season alone. No, I did not know that. Average per episode salary for the final season. Okay. $1.2 million each. They were making some cash, and that doesn't even count the whole rest. Because those are your main five. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about Sansa. We didn't talk about Arya. Are they, ma- they have to be making something close to that and maybe they were right yeah under that mm-hmm. probably but like e- in the upper hundreds of thousands yeah even if they do a million you would still based upon the number of episodes you'd lose a million dollars on the back end mm-hmm. if you're making just a million as but opposed still, to 1.2 that's five million at least uh yeah these guys are rolling that's only one season yeah these- they've been around for eight well i imagine the first season oh, these guys yeah. are making but Tw- still, twenty-five thousand an episode, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe fifteen an episode at the time. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, the pilot, the, even the the creators have admitted the pilot was terrible, and they were still able to make it. They didn't know mm-hmm. what they were doing, and the pilot they say is the worst episode. Man, I can't even remember back that far. Well, we're gonna start rewatching. Yeah, I want to do that too. And then, what do you think the viewership? How many season one? What do you think the total U.S. viewership was? on average for the season that would tune in each episode because uh, we know the, we know the records that were just set for this season yeah so we're talking first when the phenomenon is is not even a phenomenon yet some some nerds read the books and then they, they're showing a, the, the show and some people are going to tune in four million four million uh 9.3 okay still pretty respectable but i think that's probably a low number to start mm-hmm. and then i bet that thing just climbed then progressively, they did pretty well. From one to two, they picked up just over two million viewers. We're at eleven six. Mm-hmm. From two to three, they picked up almost two more. We're at fourteen four. Then three to four is when it really caught on. Because mm-hmm. season four, we now jump to almost twenty million viewers. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in there, it really caught on. And I had friends who kept telling me I needed to watch this show. Yeah, and of all the me people, too, for a long the, time. The people that you know. Am I the one that seems like would love a show like this more than other people in your life? <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. I mean, We're com- having a podcast about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I mean, at the comic book store every Wednesday. It's got dragons and, and all this other stuff. It's right up my alley. But the problem is I saw that first episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this show kind of sucks. So I remember having that same feeling. I can't really tell you a whole lot about the actual pilot. Mm-hmm. But so my closest friend got me into it. And she sat me down one time we were hanging out and was like, we got to watch this. You have to watch it. It's awesome. And How after, many episodes did you do? So in that day, two. Okay. But so after the first one, I was like, meh, mm-hmm. like this is, it's okay. And she was like, just watch one more. You're really going to get into it. And then I did. And, and I, I binged like the three seasons because it was already into the third. Yes. You joined it quicker than I did. And the I think one of the problems is it's hard to watch that show with somebody that's mm-hmm. not like someone you're in a relationship with because of like the crazy sex and nudity that's in yeah but that kind of tailors off after a while it does but in the first part like my mother-in-law loves this show that's awkward as does my Mm father-in-law and i know we watched the first episode together because my father-in-law had read the books maybe my mother-in-law had as well they happened to be in town hbo was a free preview that weekend Mm -hmm. they knew it because they were launching game of thrones they were this is how you get people to subscribe and so we had to watch it and I don't know if there's anything crazy sexual in that or whatever, but I know when I got to one of those first scenes when, when my wife and I started to watch it, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, if I had to watch this with your mom around, 
this would be really awkward. Well, okay, I forget that all that stuff happened because it's just so long ago and it stops after there's not so much anymore they will but sprinkle it in if i like were to suggest it to someone and mm-hmm. then they come back and tell me man there's like a lot of nudity in this i totally forgot yeah see maybe give them a warning yeah no and, or they could just the shock factor in that <laughs> uh, so we picked it up after probably about season five so four to five still about 20 million and then five to six went up to 25.7 season seven 32.8 million viewers mm-hmm. as as a whole so the the way the kind of statistics work out they did break records this last episode but now they get to do like this whole cumulative effect of those that watched it live mm-hmm. then they start working in people that rewatch it i yeah. already mentioned my wife's seen each episode like three or four times this season and then just how many eyes actually get on it and so now the new record is like 44 million people because mm-hmm. 19.3 was the Sunday night total with replays. But then uh, season they say season eight, HBO did, is averaging an unheard of 44.2 million viewers through Sunday. That's more than 10 million people ahead of the average for season seven. So mm-hmm. everyone's going back and re-watching and re-watching. Yeah. Because maybe we thought we were missing something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, yeah, a lot of people did. They just wanted to catch little things that maybe like added up to something that was going on in this season. Do you feel you're less disappointed two days removed from the episode than you were yesterday? Um, yeah. I think I am. And I wasn't even disappointed with the episode. I just thought there could have been more to it, mm-hmm. and I thought it felt rushed. I thought the first 45 minutes was super compelling. Yeah. Yeah. And I was on the edge of the, my seat like, yes. Mm-hmm. And when he stabbed her, I looked at my wife, because my wife knew everything. Mm-hmm. Because, and we mentioned this on the podcast uh, last week or so, that there was a dude that tweeted out all of these things you know like oh here's what's oh, gotcha. gonna happen and, and you you would read it because oh i'm curious to see what somebody would say mm-hmm. is there gonna be four dragons blah 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 just so happens this guy nailed every bit of it hmm. and even said john snow kills danny and all you know, ends up in the north all this stuff so she knew going in yeah so as soon as he uh, stabbed her I immediately my head whipped around I looked at my uh, my wife was like oh snap and like I could see the look on her face like she knew that was coming mm-hmm. uh, maybe it was this scene maybe it was gonna be coming up in another scene but she knew that John was gonna be killing her at some point. was this just some random person or was this like one of those spoiler people that does this for shows no I think he's just a random Okay. That just happened to have the inside scoop on Game of Thrones. Like, I, I never bothered to find out who the Twitter account was or any of that because yeah. I didn't want to give this guy any extra stuff mm-hmm. with, with the masses of people that listen to this, uh, clearly. <laughs> um, but, you know, Dawn knew going into it. Yeah. But she's also now seen the episode, I think, two more times since then. Uh, we've got a guy here because uh, initially we were going to do this podcast yesterday uh, with Adam had a, a scheduling conflict and we were going to bring in another one of our radio buddies. Mm-hmm. Um and yesterday, I said, "Are you doing it with us?" This is before we knew we had a, that Adam had a conflict. He's like, "Man, I can't." I'm like, "Oh, you got a scheduling conflict?" He's like, "No, man, I got nothing to add. I got nothing positive." I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, and even today, I was like, "Well, you- I, I mean, I'll talk with anyone about it, like for as much as I have time for." But I kind of just feel like, I think I said earlier, I was like, "Let's just see what happens." I'm not really too excited about it, but I'm not really disappointed either. Yeah, I thought they ramped it up fine, but I don't feel like, you know, I got nothing good to say about it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's like seeing something that's a really pretty picture, but it's not the picture you thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And then going, there's nothing redeemable about that photograph. Yeah, because there there were some good stuff that happened. Plenty of good good stuff. 
the first 45 minutes. I thought there, I don't think you could find anything wrong with the first 45 minutes of that episode Mm -hmm. from how great Tyrion was to finding his brother. Oh, I thought, because I had read all these theories online that possibly Jamie was alive and I was Mm -hmm. secretly hoping that he was, but I kind of knew, no, he's not going to be. But I even, I asked the person I was watching it with, uh, like, hey, do you think he's going to be alive? When Because I knew Tyrion was going to look for him. Yeah. I thought for a second, because my, my brain starts to jump ahead. I, as I start to theorize as I'm looking at something. So as he sees the hand and he's, and what's, he's going to unveil some bodies, mm-hmm. I immediately jump to, ooh, if one of them's alive, now the next 10 or 15 minutes is going to be him trying to get them out of there, yeah. trying to uh, elude the Unsullied and the Dothraki and Danny. Mm-hmm. Oh, this can get interesting real fast. And then it's not going to be Jamie because now they show Cersei. And the way she's positioned there, I thought a cough was about to happen or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And then no, just dead. Yeah. Speaking of Jamie, it was irritating to me that they put the storyline in of him and Brienne getting together. Because why? Well, that I think that was for Brienne. I think and- so too. But then he just ditches her and she's left looking like less strong than she has been the whole time, which yeah. is why people like well. her. Also because she is less strong than she was before emotionally, like Grey Worm from The Unsullied, Mm -hmm. who had never had love, had never cared for anything. And because of him, Mm -hmm. think about how much death happened that wasn't at the hands of Cersei because when they beheaded uh, Mm Masande, a little switch happened in him because now he knows what the loss of love is. Yeah. He knew what love felt like. He got to have some booty. (laughs) And that's none of those dudes get to do that. But at least they were in love, clearly. Yes, that is true. But it just makes you do something crazy. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, bad things can happen. But I would have liked to have seen maybe something more out of Jamie and Cersei. Mm -hmm. Like like I mentioned, maybe trying to get out. But the fact they're dead, that's okay. Yeah. When you see Peter Dinklage walking up Mm -hmm. and the look on his face, I didn't know what was about to happen. Does... Does Danny know that he betrayed her by freeing his brother? And really, what did that cause? Nothing. Yeah. Heck, the last he episode died, was so. so rushed that we didn't even get to see him get freed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Davos having to smuggle him out. We don't even get to see any of that stuff. Yeah, so dead. He did die. Then, what's after that? Nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you can forgive him. Yeah. And that exchange between the two of them, him throwing a little hand pendant down. I love that. All that was solid. And then, unfortunately, the next 30 minutes was just a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought there maybe we're going to get a jailbreak scenario. I thought once he, uh, Jon Snow killed Danny, we might get some sort of, all right, now I got to go get Tyrion. Mm-hmm. How am I going to do that? So now you got Jon not on the warpath, but maybe sneaky ninja style, kind of getting down there, killing some people, freeing Tyrion, and then going out. Mm-hmm. And then maybe some sort of a weird, not war, but the Unsullied versus the North. Yeah. But no, he gave up, which we didn't get to see. And then the rest of it we know. Yeah. Even though it was rushed, I feel like I wanted it to be slowed down and maybe add two more episodes in there. But if they were to do that, people probably would have complained about that too. No. Like that it would have been too slow. Well, no, then we get, it depends. You get to write differently when you know how much time you have. Mm -hmm. We get eight episodes. Cool. Here's how we're going to write. 
here's how we're going to film, and maybe it doesn't feel slow. I think some of the stuff felt slow because they were trying to propel the story a little bit and then realize, oh, we can't do it too much here. Mm-hmm. because we Let's just, give it 45 minutes, then we got to wrap it all up in 30. And then, and then fast forward. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the way they left it, and I would love to see them do this, a couple things were said, or at least one thing was said, which was John Tyrion and John saying, I guess I'll never see you again. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion saying, I wouldn't count on that, you know, being the, you know, being the hand will make you want to piss off the edge of the earth or something uh, was was one comment. Uh, but then also, you know, did we, did I do the right thing or whatever? Ask me again in 10 years mm-hmm. was the comment. I feel like they left it with Sansa doing her thing, John in the north, Bran doing his, the dragon. Bran doing nothing. Bran doing nothing. He's going to go look for the dragon, like in his wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the dragon flying off east. We mm-hmm. don't know what's happening over there. And then uh, with Arya going west, these are all things that are very open-ended mm-hmm. that I would love five years to ten years from now, let's do one more season. I think they're definitely going to do that. Can you imagine bringing them all back, yeah. even if it's ten years? Because in between, we're supposed to get two shows. Well, they say there's three or four shows in the works. Hopefully one of those mm-hmm. is what we're talking about right now, the future. Yeah. The one show we're 100% getting, Naomi Watts is supposed to be in it. She's in Big Little Lies, right? No. She's not. Mm-mm. Nicole Kidman's in there. Yeah. And they're friends. That's the connection. Uh, it's supposed to go back to the children of the forest. The very uh, beginning. I don't like them either. Well, we don't know anything about them. Yeah, I know. But what I know of, it seems annoying. Well, I don't know. That's another one of those breadcrumbs. <laughs> mm-hmm. They created the Yeah, night. like they were there for a little bit and what? Then we never saw them again. Well, they never showed it to us. Yeah. We never saw them. Mm-hmm. They saw the pictures in the cave. We know they created the Night King. But... They also we also know that the children of the forest uh, took Benjen, mm-hmm. which Uncle Benji, and turned him immortal up there. But which not, I still hope that he is alive somehow. Could be, very or half alive. What, whatever. What, we won't know until the new season. Ten years. Yeah, whatever they do with that. Uh, but another breadcrumb that they left. This one's going to go back and see how all that started. The Night King was defeated initially. We're going to see that. Mm-hmm. Who knows how many seasons that takes or whatever they've got a plan for. Uh, that's one. Also going back a little bit to see the 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 kind of the tales of, of what Ned Stark and, and Robert Baratheon would talk about yeah. and see that stuff when they were younger is another one. And I would love to see this because what if that dragon, because we don't know if uh, Dragon, is that the name of the dragon? Dro- Drogon. Drogon. One, one of them. I think so. Flies off. We don't know if if he is capable of having of laying eggs. Uh-huh. They are asexual and they can kind of choose, but I guess they have to be fertilized. Mm-hmm. So one of the male dragons would have to, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. If he's if he can lay some eggs, if if something happened, then dragons for the first time ever would be able to kind of procreate and and exist somewhere, mm-hmm. probably Eros, and then maybe like start to populate over there. Only one person on the planet would be able to tame them or control them, which would be your king beyond the wall, Jon Snow. But, so, so that's well, another way you could bring that in. in so in, are in they, they're season. not cool with Tyrion, though? I feel like they're okay with him. <sighs> we don't know. Okay. In the books, I guess it's never specifically stated that he's a Targaryen. Mm-hmm. But the rumor is, based upon the streaks in his hair that match the Targaryens, and that there's a potential that the mother was in a relationship or even raped by a Targaryen, mm-hmm. that he is the son of a Targaryen. Yeah. And 
that's kind of just known, that's probably the case, though it's never been. Maybe George R. R. Martin will do that in, in a, a future book. Mm-hmm. In this season, we saw Tyrion come face to face with one of the dragons, and it didn't eat him or burn him. And same with the other season when he had to go down to where they were being held. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and that's, that's the Which first that one that I thought made, of. Yeah, that's what made me think that in the first place. Yeah, so that's another one of those little breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. They could have made him a Targaryen and, and done that. So maybe Tyrion, if they wanted to kind of you know, officially bring that out there, but they they went eight seasons and they didn't do it. Yeah. They teased it just like... Well, maybe they are planning on it for the future. It would be kind of cool. They would have to get everyone back, though. Oh, they totally would. Yeah. The paychecks would be giant. Mm-hmm. They all really love each other. Uh, Arya and Sansa in real life are like besties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that would happen. You don't have to get Jamie back or uh, Cersei, so you're going to save a little bit of money there. That's true. And I would love to see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has Arya done in her time? Uh, is Sansa, because I felt like they set Sansa up to be like the new Cersei mm-hmm. previously before we got into this episode. I feel like she's more like a Catelyn now. Because uh, she was kind of, like, she had her rough edges. Not terrible, but a little bit. Yeah, but there's a certain... I don't know if Catelyn Stark ever seemed like she was owed something. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but then that scene where she told her uncle to sit down, and then she was—I think she was number one—waiting for someone to say, "I think Sansa should do it." Before she was about to go, <clears throat> "I'll do it mm-hmm. and be the next one to stand up." Well, Bran got nominated before that. It did, or he did, and uh, so I would be curious to see if you flash forward a handful of years, would she be plotting to take over? Mm-hmm. Would she be the new Cersei? villain in this. I don't because think she would do that to her brother. I don't know. I don't know either, but I, I I, mean, I don't think that she would do that, but it'd be interesting to see. She's a harsher leader power, than I think people thought she was going to be. Power does funny things to people. Mm-hmm. Like for Bran, he doesn't care. Maybe he would want to give it up. Who knows? There could be there could be a struggle. You would need a villain. It could be the dragons. Mm-hmm. Or it could be some sort of a Night King thing again. So That's true. There's potential. Maybe five to ten years we get there. I hope so. So now we have to find something else to binge watch. The Power Five. So I wanted to find out from you for The Power Five, who do you think the top five best characters on the show, in your opinion? This is your, the one that you think. If you want me to go first so you can listen, like so you can think, that's fine. Yeah, you go first so I can think a minute. But I'm not going to go in any particular order except I have a solid. These are just your top five. It's not like best, second, third it can be okay but i tend to not often do that because it's so hard to put that in perspective okay Uh, so i feel like on the list i'm going to start with my number one Mm -hmm. which i think is Tyrion. okay Tyrion to me best character on the show you had a guy who you loved for different reasons at the start of the season Mm -hmm. and a whole new set of reasons to love him at the end of the season uh into the series okay you know from just that fun loving drunk who liked to sleep with prostitutes and just kind of that person all the way through, I love the dynamic of the character. Mm-hmm. I love his journey throughout. So he ended up being my favorite character. Could they have done more with him at the end? Yes. Mm-hmm. But they did make him a focal point, having being the one that nominated Bran and all that stuff. So I feel like he's got to be number one in my book. I think Cersei is easily on my list because it was real easy to hate her. Mm-hmm. And then at times, which is a tri- you know a, a real good testament to uh, Lena Headley's ability to portray her, but then there are times where she was also you felt compelled to feel sorry for her at times. No, never. I never felt sorry. I for felt her. I felt moments 
where when she would talk well when, when her daughter talk, was killed when yes that when, was like one time mainly when it came to her kids and those moments you could see it not and, when it came to joffrey oh no that kid needed a little bit when the other one killed himself uh, yeah. I can't even remember his name. No, I don't remember. Just He just jumped out the window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I think Cersei on the list just because I thought she had a real dynamic character. It was real easy to kind of hate on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a couple a couple of moments. Not many, but just a couple where you could feel for her. Uh, for me, the Hound. Okay. And the reason being, not a character we really cared about from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a little bit. But his journey, too to redemption and and you find out along the way maybe this was him the whole time yeah but he was just so battle hardened and all this stuff but i love his interactions with Arya and uh, just the the sort of uh wordplay that they would have mm-hmm. and just his character in general down to the last minute where he's fighting his brother and just you know for blank's sake will you die and then <laughs> tackles him out and they fi- fall into the fire yeah, that was pretty funny i loved that so super fun, kind of strong character for me. Number four is Ed Sheeran. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not going to be Ed Sheeran. Uh, Jamie Lannister for me. Okay. Another one. I hated his character in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Pretentious, entitled. Disgusting. Yeah, just like he's sleeping with his sister. Mm-hmm. Depends on how hot your sister is, I guess. And Lena Headley <laughs> is, is pretty attractive. And Heck when she had the longer hair. Yeah, but she owned it there. Uh, once once it happened, she just kept that thing. I was like, man, hasn't it been enough time? There, it has. And I wish they would have let the hair grow, mm-hmm. not because of the style, just to help us with how much time has passed. Uh, I just liked the style of it longer. Yeah, I'll say it, that. it did look better. <laughs> so, but Jamie's character hated him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I hope this dude dies sometime soon. And then to go the whole way to where I was like, oh, please don't kill Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. From his stuff with uh, Brienne, like when they were captured together, mm-hmm. that might have been a little bit of the turn for him. All of that. And he ended up being one of my absolute favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And I never would have told you that from the beginning of the show. Okay. So I, I like him as well. Five, I feel like, is probably just interchangeable with a whole lot of characters. There's so many I know. I'm trying to think right now. I, I'll give you. How about I'll give you a five and then an honorable mention. All right. So, honorable mention being like a a small character that you loved seeing. For me, and I, and I also felt towards the end not utilized as much as I would have liked. I liked Davos for a while. Mm-hmm. I liked what he brought to the table, and uh, I liked his wit and and some of the stuff that he was able to uh, have those scenes where he was moving the story forward mm-hmm. and he was a, just a side character. And I would always call him the onion pirate on the show because I could never remember his name. He was just an onion I know, smuggler. you always had to describe him to me. I'm like, oh, Davos. Yes, because I could just never remember his name. So he would be my honorable mention. I I feel like, like I don't want to do Jon Snow because mm-hmm. I he's the same guy from the beginning of the series to the end of it. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. But just from a character growth perspective, mm-hmm. okay, you get the same guy you get then. Sansa, I ended up not liking her by the end of the series. Didn't really care about her at the yeah, beginning of the series. Yeah, in the beginning she was kind either. of annoying because she was so weak. Yeah. I do like that she was able to, um, you know, grow and, and change and, and be a different character than she was. Mm-hmm. But there is one character that I was happy to see him die. But there was something about when he was on screen, there's something so smarmy about him mm-hmm. and uh, just the, the way he conducted himself. And that's, and I'm blanking on his, I had him on the tip of my tongue. It, it's the one that Arya killed. 
A little finger. Oh, little finger. Little finger to yeah. me. That dude. It's rare he plays a good guy. Mm-hmm. He did in the movie Robin Hood, or one, or uh, well, I think it was Robin, one of those movies. It, it was good at being like sinister. Yes. Something. And I could have picked like Varys. I like that character. Yeah, whatever, but cool. something about Littlefinger. And when he's on screen, you're paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. And he had all of his little fingers everywhere as well. <laughs> so I think he's a, probably a solid five. But I think he could have. I could have picked all kinds of characters. Mm-hmm. But those are those are right now strong solid four. The last two I feel like can kind of be interchangeable with number five and my uh, honorable mention. Okay. Who you got? I'm going to disagree with you on Jon Snow. You're putting Snow in there? I really like him because he's It's not just, that I don't like he's him. He's the good I, guy. I'm just saying from the beginning to... Oh, I feel like I should kick out Littlefinger and put in uh, Torin, uh Giant's Bane. Oh my gosh. I love that guy. He, okay, he gets his own separate... Se- second honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> Giant's Bane. So Jon Snow, I just like how honorable he was. He's just... I mean, he's the good guy. Everyone, mm-hmm. most people like him. Yep. And I'm not saying I don't. Okay. Um, I- I'm going to go with Arya. Okay. She's definitely top five. Uh, just like a strong, fun character to follow the whole time. She mm-hmm. w- did a lot of different stuff too. Was in a lot of different places. It was just kind of cool to follow her story. Yeah, the faceless man stuff yeah. and all those. She's and a when badass. she was kind of on that with those men, and they thought she was a boy. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, oh, she's not a boy. She's not. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Um, I love Brienne. Okay. Yeah. I just always liked her. Maybe it's because she's tall. Yes. Tall. Oh, for those she's that don't know. She's a strong female. Laura is like 6'7". I'm six foot tall. Thank you very much. I feel like you're 6'1". Well, that's because you're short. That's true. So when we do the news, we, we have a stand-up shot at the end of our newscast every day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm, of course, I'm not telling you. Uh, when we go do the stand-up shot, I am like 5'7 without my shoes on. With my shoes, I push. You're five seven and a half. I'm five seven and a half. I'm fr- <laughs> I'm five eight because they're they're, they're Man, nice. Man, all guys do that. They give themselves an extra inch. I, I will because I really think I am like five eight with my shoes on. Those shoes, not like sneakers. So I have to stand on a box that's three inches tall. Mm-hmm. And I and as you know, I got and to, I have to kneel. And I got to build that <laughs> box. So now I am five eight. Add the three inches. Five eleven. Uh, good enough. Yep, five eleven. Very good. <laughs> And then, but I still feel like it's a little bit taller. And then you take your shoes off mm-hmm. and you're still like an inch and some change taller than I am. Yeah. So that would put you six, six, one. Mm-hmm. Six. No, I'm six foot. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But let's say six one makes you feel better. So you are a tall gal. Oh, uh, yeah. And and then Brianna. So Tarth, I think I was tall. drawn to Brianne because she's tall and she's, uh, She's, I guess she's a little bit manly, kind of. She's strong. So you're saying you like manly women? No, I just like women that are strong and don't like drama and things of that nature. I gotcha. Yeah, those women don't exist. She can kill. Yeah. She's good at women, killing. Women can kill, but in the real world, there is not. there aren't ladies that don't have drama. She had some drama at the end. I don't have a lot. You probably have more than you think. Mm. You are a pretty no-frills gal. Yeah. And I appreciate that out of my work wife. Uh, do you think the drama started to happen for her when she started having sex? She only had it one time with Jamie. Do you, yeah, and then see, after that, was that the she was time. an emotional wreck. Yeah, now she has all this, yeah. Now she's like a real woman. So it was like, let's see this strong character, uh, like one episode, we're going to ruin it. Oh, well, maybe she, that's maybe that's what she needed for development. All so right. is, that, is that three or four? Three. Oh, okay. I'm also going to say The Hound. Hilarious. I just love all his snarky comments and mm-hmm. everything he said, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I was always excited to see him. Um, 
Uh, uh, and then I'm also going to agree with Jamie, Jamie Lannister. Yeah, that's your number five. Because I, I don't think I ever hated him. I wanted to, At first, but I just s- really liked him for some reason. <sighs> no, it's just something for me. It's just something about him, and probably just me doing it, being a dude, mm-hmm. good-looking guy. Yeah. Rich in the show, mm-hmm. and you know everyone was kind of mean to him because they were calling them the Kingslayer. I wouldn't mind being called the Kingslayer. Yeah, but that you. was like frowned upon. Yeah, I mean, so you kind of like felt a little bit bad for him. In I a way. didn't. And then he's banging a hot then he, chick. And he lost his hand. The, he's well, trying to by use that a sword point, again. By that point, he's compelling for me. Okay. I already started to like him by that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just that first initial part. Like, I liked Rob Stark at the yeah. beginning. But then, I, you know, he got killed off so many seasons ago. Mm-hmm. You kind of forget about him and you forget. I like Robert Baratheon's character. Yeah, he was pretty funny. As the boisterous king, you know, who shouldn't be king and all like that. That's mm-hmm. a good character. But again, not on the show that long. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention then? Jorah. Uh, I liked Jorah. I liked Jorah. He, oh, I like Samwell too. Yeah, he's, he's a good character. Right. I feel like Jorah is like the tragic character all these stories have. The where he's noble. He and, is. And he... He's in love with Khaleesi, but he's not doing anything about it because he... He can't. He's not a jerk. Yeah. Well, and that's the... No, it's not that he's not a jerk. He knows it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. He's the smart friend in this case. Mm-hmm. And anyone surrounded by Khaleesi is that's a dude wants her. Yeah. Heck, any dude that was watching wants her. And so he feels... Oh, there was a great line in the show uh, to the season finale talking when, when Tyrion is talking to Jon. He goes, I know that you that you love our queen. I love her too. Not as successfully as you did, <laughs> you know, but I'm like, oh, yeah. you know what? <laughs> Even Tyrion funny. admitted that he loved Danny. Yeah. Jorah did too. Mm-hmm. But the, the tragic part of that is he knew he could never do anything like that, but he knew one day he would probably die for her. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah, he did. So I liked him. Okay. Person that you were most sad to see die throughout the entire series. Uh Man, that's tough because I don't... Do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to stop watching the series after season one when Cal Drogo died. Really? Yeah. Just because you knew you couldn't see Jason Momoa shirtless anymore? Pretty much. That's yeah. about it. But that, I was that's like... That's a shallow reason. I just wasn't ready for it, I guess. But all the death, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I will tell you then... I don't know if I have a specific character because I'm a sociopath and so I don't really <laughs> have those. Uh, but I think for me, the Red Wedding. Yeah. I don't think there was ever any topping that. No way. Feeling. That's like a big, the and, big killing. Spree. And I hate that I didn't get to see that, like current when when mm. it when it really happened. Oh, did you know beforehand that you were well, expecting something? D- yes and no. I had just heard about the Red Wedding, mm-hmm. and I and but I didn't know what that was, and and people had uh, just little mumblings or murmurs of it, and then here comes this scene, and then I'm like. Oh, is this is this the scene? I don't I don't know. Is this about to? Ha- oh snap! As it started to go down, mm-hmm. it was so shocking and awesome that there was the, you almost couldn't top that. Yeah. And I don't know if they really did. They had little cool moments when uh, Arya poisons all the, the phrase. Yeah, that was good. Like that's cool. Uh, I even when John stabs Danny, like I'm I'm down with that. Like that's mm-hmm. cool. And you know, unexpected but expected. You know, she's got to die somehow. Those are the moments that I liked, but I don't know if I miss a particular... Like when Jorah died, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, when the various people would just kind of die... I loved it when Joffrey died. 
Oh yeah. Like Heck that yeah. was that was the best. I think everyone was waiting that whole season for him to die. Then the uh the and I, I am terrible with names as you know. The the old lady who uh hated Joffrey. Oh yes. Who poisoned um, Joffrey. That had all the the hats with yes. the stuff hanging. She had one of my favorite death scenes because drank the poison mm-hmm. and then was like, Oh BTW? I killed your boy. That was me. You <laughs> tell Cersei. Awesome. You tell Cersei that. That's like a scary grandma. Yeah, and then Jamie wanted to kill her, but mm-hmm. he's such an awesome dude. He didn't do it. And then of course he goes back to uh, Cersei, who's like, "Could you have killed her a little bit better after that?" So that was one of my favorite death scenes. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have any feelings for her, but the fact that she threw that knowledge out there before kicking the bucket, like I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. fierce." I know that that's, was funny. That's how I want to go out. I need to do something so awesome in my life that I don't tell anybody about. And then on my deathbed, I'm like, hey, by the way, blah, blah, blah. Right, well, let me know when you're on your deathbed so I can show up and hear it. Yeah, it's going to be good. Okay. Whatever, I got I to gotta start planning and plotting on that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that is uh, Game of Thrones with our wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Thanks for doing the, the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. And this me. is your first time ever. This is my first podcast. Talking, well, just in, like not even radio or anything else. You've yeah. been a, You've been a TV girl for the last several years. Mm-hmm. And this is your first time wearing headphones and talking talk- into a giant microphone. Yeah, they are very large. Yeah, <laughs> we we didn't uh, we didn't skimp on uh, little teeny tiny ones. <laughs> a lot of people will just put like for podcasts, will just put a microphone in the middle of a group. I got gotcha. And it sounds like it. It's not how we roll here. This on, is official. It is. That's why it's no. I don't live in my parents' basement. <laughs> uh, so thank you for filling in. I yeah, appreciate that. No problem. You feel free to come back. We're, we'll talk comic books or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to ask got you a question. About that. Sorry. What is the one question I ask you? Every Wednesday when I'm leaving the news station. Hey, you want to go to Comic Book Wednesday with me? That's right. Because every <laughs> Wednesday I go to the comic book store. And like clockwork as I'm walking out the door about one fifteen, one twenty. And then we always say, well, maybe next time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You want to go to the comic book store with me? Oh, next time. I got to like not do I gotta, anything. I got to work. Yeah. No, it wouldn't even be that. You wouldn't. Have you ever been in a comic book store? No. Not even to buy me a gift certificate for like Christmas or anything? I buy you a tie for Christmas. That's true. That happens. Maybe that's a hint. Maybe it's uh. Maybe it's a what? A hint. A I'll hint. Say, yeah, oh. like, oh, you've never been well, to buy me. Well, you a, are going to be turning a new age soon. Yep, yep, next month, just saying. So, so, so. thanks. You're, you're more than welcome to come in at any time. And if we have something that I feel like you would contribute to, okay. not our comic book covers deceiving, which we're going to talk about next week. I will be here not for that. Yeah. Something else. You'll be in the city. That'll be fine. Uh, so as always, thank you for listening. Uh, like us, uh, no matter where you happen to find the podcast. We're on all the majors, and so uh, make sure you rate us so more people can find us as well. Uh, tell someone about us, and until next time, thank you.